Good morning, motivators. It's friggin' May 23rd, I think, 2018. I friggin' crazy ass fog this morning. The sun is trying to pierce it to my friggin' west here. It's coming in. It's friggin'. You have two new text messages. Always got friggin' incoming mail, my friends. Particularly on hump day mornings. So yeah, that sun is trying to friggin' penetrate this fiercest fog, burn this shit off, and let's freaking get on with it, man. Today's got to be a good day. Just like I told my kids when they leave, when we've established goals, as mentioned in the last podcast, things that we can hold them accountable for. Fergin, take that trash out when you get home, kids. Help your mom out. You know, be your best. Do your best in school, at home, friggin', in sports, and whatever else. I don't care if it's Fortnite or tumbling or picking your ass, whatever you got got to do, you need to be good at it. Do your friggin' best. People notice, and then people will want to do their best. And get a little friendly competition. Everybody holds one another accountable. Be a friend, have a friend, all that happy horse shit. Listen, I got a couple stories for you. I got to get off. I got to get down, recorded, because I think that they're funny and they're entertaining. The first story I'm going to tell you is about the evil Pine Barrens cat. Now, this is a legendary Oberst tale. All right, it is like um, what do you call that when you uh, have something? An heirloom. It's like an heirloom story. The Oberst heirloom story of the evil cat, piney, piney fucking cat. So, listen. Let's just get this out in the open air. In case there's any confusion, I am an animal lover. I've had animals, cats, dogs, rabbits. All of God's creatures are welcome at my home. I love them. I treat them like family. So, um, this this is an evil cat. So, evil cats don't get the same treatment as cuddly, loving cats or dogs, right? I don't take too much shit. I can take... I actually, actually do, my friend. I take entirely too much shit. In fact, I'm tired of being a nice guy. Uh, and here's an example where the gloves had to be off. Strip those babies off finger by finger, throw them on a the goddamn floor, because this is one evil piney cat. But here's what goes down. The year I'm talking early 80s now. I was born in 1975. I couldn't have been. I was still single digits. So, uh, hey, good morning, dump trucks. My usual dump trucks, fucking... 18 wheels and a dozen roses flying up North Allentown Road. You can hear them as I wait at this light at PA 113 in Allentown. These said years, let's say it's 1982. Five, five, seven. I was maybe, okay, I'm maybe seven then. We lived in a beautiful Pine Barrens community that the roads was still dirt. This was for, before all the Bennies. This is like the out-of-towners come in. This is a, a bay, beach community, essentially. We were right on the Barnegat Bay. LBI was 15 minutes away. To the south, to the north, you've got freaking Seaside Heights, Point Pleasant Beach, all that stuff. So that area. Now, there was a time, not too long ago, certainly when I was a child, when it was a simpler place, a simpler time. The roads my roads anyway, were dirt. 
all but the main roads were dirt. So it was a very rural environment. You picture sand and, and rocks periodically with a lot of pine trees and oak and sassafras, all kinds of creatures running around, deer, raccoons, anything you can imagine that lives in that wild uh, suburban environment. We had a series of three lakes, man-made lakes, that were, I don't know when they, when they put them in, but this was like a draw. You'd see postcards for Forked River, New Jersey, and Lenoka Harbor, New Jersey, places where people, let's say they were from New York City or Philadelphia, everybody wanted to get the hell out of those places and move to more peaceful communities where they could raise their families. Understandable, right? So Forked River was our place. My parents originally from upstate New Jersey, uh, North Jersey, right on the cusp of, um, I'm talking Kearney, North Arlington, areas like that. This is where they were from. So relatively, comparatively congested areas with a lot of opportunity, but had been grown crowded. Now it's time to get the hell out of Dodge. We move to Forked River, finally settle there wonderful place to grow up. I mentioned the lakes. We were always down there splashing in the friggin' lakes and building forts out in the woods only right across the street from our house. Building forts, playing manhunt. I would, one of my favorite things to do was to go in the woods and along the, tra the little trails I would dig holes and then I would take sticks and cover the holes over. Sticks and leaves and debris and then I would have my friends, my sister especially, come on in, hey, sis, come check this out. There's something I saw in the woods. And they'd follow you, and they'd be right behind you. All of a sudden, boom, they drop into a foot-deep hole with one foot. So, uh, you know, basically booby-trap them. Stuff like that. My point is, it was an awesome place to grow up. Getting to this evil, piney cat. We had our own cat named Misty. Misty was a very wispy, uh, gray, long-haired gray cat. Was very cuddly, loved my dad, didn't really want to have anything to do with the rest of us, but she was a sweetheart, never bothered anybody. And there was this evil piney cat that lurked, and it would stalk Misty. We had a uh, back porch that was... Uh, screened in, a little screen porch on the back, and Misty would lay on the two-by-four supports, basically the railing of this porch, and just look out, stare out at the world. She was mostly an indoor cat, but she would venture out sometimes. Well, this evil freaking Pine Barren cat comes through the screen. It would stalk her. It was black. It was big. It was freaking, I don't know, maybe some sort of um, endangered, wild, feral, ass-kicking tomcat of the Pine Barrens, but it was definitely not um, down to earth. It was insane. It would stalk Misty, and at one point it came through the screen while she was sun basking in the sun out there, and it tore a chunk out of her side, like along her ribs, and there was this I don't know, it looked like you took a, like if you're doing a melon ball, scooping a melon out with a friggin' uh, big spoon. 
that's what it was like. There was this hunk of flesh removed from her rib cage, and we had to keep it clean and put ointment on it and shit. We're like, that freaking cat. I saw it. My dad's like, that cat went after Misty. What the hell? And this wasn't the first time nor the last time. Misty, as she was limping around, recovering from her injuries, this cat would come at her again. Like it, it, it wanted to kill her. It was like something out of Pet Cemetery, that Stephen King movie, or Cat's Eye. I think he did a couple movies, horror flicks about cats that would were either dead, Pet Cemetery, freaking all the animals in there are dead, and they come to life and they'll attack your ass. Some are good, some are bad. Well, this is one of the bad ones, like a um, a zombie cat. Call it the zombie cat. So it's still stalking Misty. We're like, I've had enough of this shit. We got to do something about it. So we launched a plan. My father did. And it started out with, and this cat was always lurking, right? So we were sure to see it, particularly after dark. This zombie cat would go lurking. My dad and I set up a little sniper hide in my my room. We turned the lights off. We grabbed my BB gun, and the idea was to shoot this cat in the ass with a, my little underpowered BB gun and send it on its way. So we get out there. Sure enough, we see the cat. Ding! Wow! Hit the cat in the ass. It tears off down the road. We're figuring, okay, now the cat's going to associate, you know, not want to come around here anymore harass Misty. A couple days go by. Same shit happens. Cat's lurking. It attacks Misty. It's outside making friggin' horrible zombie faces at her. You know, now it's and now it's verbal harassment at this point, right? She, we made it sure she could not get at her physically, but it's it was clear that if Misty ever got out, the cat was going to kill her. Hell no. We upgraded, got a pellet gun. We shot this thing. Okay, now my dad was was ready to kill it. Shot this thing with a pellet gun, then a twenty-two. This thing must have had so much lead and steel in its ass because we could not kill it. It would continually uh, resurrect its zombie ass and come back to, to try to stalk Misty. Like, holy shit, what the hell are we going to do? So, we go to the old trusty uh, picnic blanket gag, where you put a picnic blanket at the base of a pine tree, and you throw, you attach all four ends to, to a piece of string, and then you throw that string over a, a tree limb, put a little, little maybe some sardines or something smelly that cats love in the center of that picnic blanket, and when you see the cat dining, Friggin' hoist up all four corners of that picnic blanket, cinch together in a nice package, and you bring it up in the air, and now you've caught that cat, and you can whatever you want to do. Our plan was always to let go of the cat, like bring it to a out in the pine barren somewhere, take a drive, and let it go somewhere where it would never find its way home. So we we friggin' launch our trap, the cat's in there eating, we friggin' yank on the cord, goes over the, the, the tree limb, up in the air about 10 foot, the cat jumps out, finds a hole in the corner of the picnic blanket, and jumps out. It hits the ground, its belly, its ass, <laughs> tears off like you know cats do. 
when they have that instinctive, like, I gotta get out of Dodge shit. Tears off. Goes into the next yard. Shit, that didn't work. All right, well, once again, let some time go by. See if maybe Cat's got the message yet. Comes back. Trusty zombie cat trying to friggin' kill our, friggin' menace our society. Okay, so the next idea is that my dad worked for the power company. And he, so he knew he had an inherent knowledge of electrical items, wires and circuits and all kinds of shit. His idea is he's going to take this metal grate and put it at the base of a tree, big pine tree in our backyard, and then the other, another metal plate he was going to put on the pine tree, on the side of it, maybe a foot up. Above that, he nails some bait, sardine, whatever. And then he hooked those metal plates, ran some wires to the house and hooked it up to house current so that when we saw this cat eating, feasting as it were, we would flick the lights and electrocute the cat and that's it. I swear this shit happened. Time and time again, the cat evaded for again our capture or kill mission. The cat's out there. It's just about dusk. Yeah, yeah, the cat's out there. Cat's out there, Dad. Ready. I mean, it was so predictable that this cat was coming with malice in its mind that we could create all these traps and expect it to be there night after night. So, cat's goes up to the tree, sniffing around, stands on the bottom plate on the ground, puts its paws up on the plate on the tree. My dad hits the house current. <laughs> made a freaking crazy sound, like a howl slash a freaking, an echoing screech. And the cat friggin' took off. I swear there was some smoke in the air. All right? And I swear there's a little, like, a, like footprints paw prints where my dad electrified and fried his cat, but it did not kill it. It tore off just like it did so many times and evaded our capture. What the freaking hell? Finally, I guess we do the obvious, you know, the oberst way we got to do things more difficult before we, uh, we see the obvious remedy. My dad gets a box trap, borrows it from a buddy, and we set this trap outside. Night after night, we we catch things. Everything but the friggin' zombie cat. We catch other cats. We catch raccoons by the dozen. Possums. All kinds of shit. Finally, we catch the black cat. The black zombie evil creature cat. That had victimized our friggin' Misty. And there was justice. And my father claims that he then, as promised, took the cat, drove it out to the Pine Barrens, entered off the road, the hardball road, and down an unimproved, whitish yellow road to nowhere. And he brought this cat out into a clearing, opened up the box trap and kicked its ass out of there. And we never saw 
that black zombie cat again. But some say that's still lurking the friggin' Forked River wilderness out there in the Pine Barrens, protected land. That zombie cat prowls. It's undead. Got cedar swamp water coursing through its veins and malice on its mind. Probably hanging out there with the Jersey Devil. That legend of the Pine Barrens. Maybe it's lurking cranberry bogs, catching mice. Or maybe it's still terrorizing neighborhoods. A shadow. A demon. Terrorizing, killing local cats and teasing the dogs, stealing their food. I believe it's still out there. Certainly its spirit exists wherever evil lurks. So be on the lookout for the evil Pine Barrens zombified cat.